Today on Locked on A's, we're talking about the Matt Olson trade after one season. How did the A's do with their return for their gold glove first baseman? Uh, we're we're going to take, take a look at some guys real quick. So that's what we're doing today. And then in the final segment, we're going to be talking about some sad news regarding how the hot dog guy, which if you are not an A's fan, that is a very weird sentence. If you are an A's fan, it's going to make you sad, so let's get into it. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 481 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, it's been a season, not a full year, but a season since the A's traded Matt Olson to the Atlanta Braves. Let's see how the A's are looking from the return that they got and also the season that Matt Olson had, because why not? We still like him. How did he do? So we're going to talk uh, about that for most of today. And then in the final segment, we're talking about how the hot dog guy and uh, how he's no longer going to be at Oakland A's games. We're going to get into that just a little bit uh, from what I've gleaned off of Twitter because dang it, how's fun. Anyways, thank you guys so much for making Locked On is your first lesson of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. Coming up, uh, maybe as soon as next week, YouTube videos will be returning. So get excited about that and uh, go subscribe. Just get, get ahead of the curve. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on social media at LockedOnAids on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, Join our Twitter community over at Locked On A's and pose a question in there. Make some friends. Have a good time with some fellow A's fans. And also make sure to follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. It is the new site that I am working on. It's been a lot of fun. It's an affiliation with uh, Sports Illustrated. So I'm doing some A's coverage for Sports Illustrated, kind of. So that's that's exciting. Uh, go, go check out that website. But let's talk about the Matt Olson trade because it's been a year and I... I I want to go over the vibes real quick of, of that deal because we kind of knew that it was coming, uh, but I, I know that on the podcast, I was like, hey, maybe the lockout will last too long and then the A's won't have enough time to find a suitable deal and maybe he won't get traded. That was the, only, the A's only saving grace and uh, baseball tried. They really tried to drag out that lockout to give us one more season of Matt Olson, but alas, it did not work. And uh, the A's found the time to trade him anyway. So uh, they found time to trade everybody anyway. So dang you, baseball. I'm going to blame Rob Manfred on that one, obviously. <laughs> Everything is his fault. It just makes sense. But uh, yeah, going into the offseason, we, we had a good idea that he was going to be getting moved. And he did get moved at the end of the day. And it sucks because Matt Olson, uh, I think I found out about him or heard about him for the first time when he was down in Stockton, like years before he was, uh, you know, uh, close to being major league ready. And he hit like 37 home runs or something like that with Stockton. I was like, holy crap, that guy, uh, I want him on my team. And he, he never disappointed. He was fantastic. Uh, 2020 was a disappointing season by batting average because he hit below 200, but he had the power and 
He has such a nice swing, and he was so good defensively. He was uh, one of my favorite players when he was on the A's, and he's still, you know, fine now that he's on the Braves, but he's not one of my favorites anymore because he's wearing the wrong uniform, obviously. But the, the, the deal overall, let, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, it was Matt Olson going to the Atlanta Braves for Ryan Cusick, Shade Langoliers, Christian Pache, and Joey Estes. Uh, Cusick and Estes are both uh, right-handed pitchers. They're both still yet to make their major league debut, so they're in the minor leagues right now. Cusick is actually pitching in the Arizona Fall League, and uh, he's been doing all right. Not sterling, but he's been doing all right. He's been working on, uh, I believe, his changeup a little bit, according to Keith Law. So uh, he's, he's working on getting that pitch going and then maybe better success will follow him into 2023 and he can really hit the ground running there um and then you know we, we saw Shea Langoliers and Langoliers uh I, I wrote about this actually over at Inside the A's um he the addition of Shea Langoliers may have made it possible to be also able to trade Sean Murphy because these have lots of catching talent, but not a lot of it was near the major leagues. So getting that guy like Langoliers, who is also a top catching prospect, uh, basically in the same mold as Sean Murphy could make Sean Murphy a movable asset as well. Uh, I keep calling guys assets and I'm so sorry, but in Sean Murphy's case, it makes sense because of, uh, Let's just say how many squats he does. Let, let, let's say that. Let's be nice about it. He does lots of squats, and that is why you can say that he is an asset. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so I think that getting Shea Langoliers, who is now in the major leagues, he's going to be on the, the opening day roster. I think that having him could potentially actually open up the door for Tyler Soderstrom, who it just got to AAA at the end of this past season. Uh, it Maybe that opens the door for him to be over at first base. Shea Langoliers is now the starting catcher. Sean Murphy is now moved. And the Matt Olson deal freed up all those spots and uh, made some other guys movable as well. And that could benefit the A's long term in roster construction. It still sucks that Matt Olson left because he's a very handsome man. And I haven't been able to say that this year uh, because he wasn't on the team, but Matt Olson, handsome guy. So if we want to rehash it, my, my initial takeaway was, hey, I've heard of some of these guys. Maybe this will be okay after all. That was my initial take was, I know Christian Pache. I know that he hadn't hit very much, and he continued not to hit. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, I knew that he was a sterling defender. I was like, if he comes around, that's uh, that's a heck of a second-tier piece behind Shea Langoliers. And then I hadn't heard of Cusick or Estes, and they're, they're doing just fine. They're okay. They're going to be pieces, I assume, at the major league level at some point. Uh, how effective they're going to be, that's still to be determined. But that is, uh, that is A's trading guys in a nutshell for you. But let's talk about the season that Matt Olson had with the Braves in 2022 real quick. Because he had a good season, but it wasn't quite his 2021 season. So from that standpoint, maybe the A's did okay here. Uh, he hit 34 home runs, and he still had over 100 RBI with 103. But his batting average slipped to 240, and his on-base slipped to 325. And his OPS plus fell to a still respectable uh, 122, 22% above league average. But he was also 53% above league average in 2021. And so that's kind of why the A's traded him is because uh, 
Uh, one, he was going to be more expensive than he was, and the A's were entering a, a teardown phase, and the front office probably looked at the, the roster that they had in 2021 and said, hey, even if we bring these guys back, are we going to be able to supplement these pieces and put on a, a winning team? Hey, maybe that's an idea for another podcast. Um, yeah, they, they saw the season that he had when he launched 39 home runs, drove in 111. He hit 271, which is very good for him. And he also got on base at a 371 clip. Yeah, they, they saw that season where, like, I mean, even if we weren't necessarily planning on, like, they weren't gung-ho for going into a rebuild, you got to trade medals. And at, from an A's front office standpoint, after the season that he had, because his value was never going to be higher than it was after the 2021 season. And he had a good season this season in 2022 with the Braves, but holy crap, uh, it was still 30% lower. Would the A's have gotten the same return? I mean, r- regardless of, uh, you know, team control that would be attached to him, but would they have gotten the same return if they had traded him after with the stats from 2022 over 2021? Probably not. He had the best year of his career. It might end up being the best year of his career. The A's struck while the iron was hot, and that's kind of what their A's front office does when it comes to moving guys and trying to rebuild for the future and keep that, that churn going and just getting more prospects and just trying again, seeing how it goes every few years. And uh, that, that's that's the whole thing. But trading medals and sucks, that's uh, that's one part of it. The other part of it is they, they did it probably at the right time, which it sucks that we know when the right time is because we've gone through so many of these. But that's just the life of an A's fan. Uh, and it has been for like a century now. It, it's been a very long time. This is just how the A's operate and have operated in Philadelphia and Kansas City and Oakland. It's what they do. It, it's just kind of what they do, you guys. So uh, it's not like we're like, ah, Billy Beans ruining the... No, nah, this is this is what Connie Mack did for 50 years, you guys. This is, this is what happens. Uh, we knew what we were in for once we grew up loving the team. <laughs> uh, anyways, hey, let's talk about some new guys that we might be able to love, like Shea Langoliers and Christian Pache and Ryan Cusick and Joey Estes and see how they did this season. We're going to get into it. You know what I don't like about dress shirts is how I always have to get a new one every time I need to, you know, for that special occasion where I need a dress shirt. And then uh, it never fits. They're all different sizes. I have to go try on dress shirts, and I hate trying on clothes when I go to the department stores. It's not fun. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long, and on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. You know what I don't like? The dry cleaner, because I, I don't like going to extra places to clean my clothes. No, give me a washer dryer every single time, and I can do that with the commuter shirt, and you can too, because the commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off of your entire order. That's 20% off of your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, join the Twitter community over at Locked On A's over there. Uh, it's a good time. There's lots of great people in there. And then also make sure to check out Inside the A's. It's my new A site in affiliation with Sports Illustrated. Uh, there's content going up there every single day. You can also follow them on, or, you know, that whole thing uh, over on Twitter and on Facebook at Inside the A's. So you never miss an article over there. But let's talk about Matt Olson and that whole trade and the return that the A's got for Matt Olson. As we, as we just talked about, he didn't have a bad season by any means, but coming off of his 2021 pace does open up the door a little bit for the deal to look a little bit better through green and gold color glasses. So how did the, the players that the A's got back, how, how did they do? How, how were they? Uh, I mean, let's start things off with most people's favorite guy from this deal, uh, Christian Pache. And I'm saying that because he's endearing and uh, just a joy to watch play baseball. So Christian Pache, uh, he made the A's opening day roster in 2022 and immediately just endeared himself to fans with his timely hits and his big personality. Uh, I remember just uh, reading about like why he does this and why he does that. Uh, I think everything was Big Bunny. I'm not positive. Did I say Big Bunny? Oh, Jason, you're so old. It's Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is a musician. And I believe that it was because of Bad Bunny that he did some of these things because he thought that they were fun. Um, Bad Bunny, not Big Bunny, because Big Bunny doesn't exist. (laughs) Anyways, um, he finished the year batting 166 with a 218 on base and a 34 OPS plus overall. Uh, He was sent down to Vegas uh, because of a stat line, obviously. Uh, And that that was on June 30th there. And then he returned to Oakland on August 28th. And after he got back, he put up a 75 OPS plus, which is still 25% below league average, but a, a lot better than the 34 that he had put up over the first couple of months. So limited playing time, small sample. I know, but if he can provide a 75 next year, watch out because he's a coming because he can already play gold glove caliber defense and uh, there, there's an article actually over there uh, at Inside the A's that I wrote uh, a couple of weeks ago now that was saying maybe he's already good enough to actually be on a, I mean, not a contending team because the A's are not going to be a contending team, but uh, I compared him to Trent Grisham and Miles Straw of the Guardians and of the Padres, who were both uh, playoff teams at that point. And he's up there with them. He might be like a mix between the two, but defensively he's there with those guys. And those guys were starting members of those teams. And, uh, they both, they all made it to the division series. So, uh, there's, oh, and sometimes the championship series in the Padres case. So he has the talent already. If he can just be a little bit better at the plate, I think that he's, he doesn't need to improve that much. So I'm, I'm interested to see what Christian Pache provides in 2023. Uh, the A's are going to be patient with him, and I'm going to be patient with him because I like watching him play, and I want him to be an Oakland A because he's lots of fun, and the A's need more fun guys like him. So go Christian Pache. That's that's why I root for him is because he's fun, and I want to have fun. That's, that is why. Even if the A's are bad, I want to have fun. Let's do it. Um, then you got Shea Langoliers, who was the headliner of the Matt Olson trade, and uh, th- there were loud calls from within the fan base to get him into Oakland uh, by, by the end of April because he had just 
tore the cover off of the ball during the month of April in AAA. Uh, he hit 301 with nine home runs and 20 RBI in 20 games played. He was really, really good. Uh, it, but it took until August 16th for him to get that call up to the big leagues. And in the 40 games that he played with the A's before the end of the season, he hit 218 with a 261 on base, a 691 OPS. He hit six homers. And, uh, you know, he was... He was pretty good. He's got some room to improve, obviously, but, you know, if he hits for a slightly higher average and gets on base a little bit more, I think that if he can get closer to like a 310, 320 uh, in 2023, I think that that would be a solid improvement uh, in just, you know, taking pitches and working walks and getting on base. Uh, but, you know, his batting average, we, we've seen the A's be fine with the guys that hit that. Uh, Ramon Laureano hit roughly that. Uh, and, you know, we, we saw Matt Olson hit well below that in 2020 and kind of hit 220-ish for a few years there. Um, so, yeah, I think that and Matt Olson, another guy, yeah, we, we can deal with the low batting average if the on-base is going to be there and he's hitting those long balls. So if he works on the OPS and gets that up to like a 750-ish mark for his first full big league season, I think that the A's are going to be very happy with the development that they're getting from Shea Langeliers behind the dish. And uh, he could be... Sean Murphy's replacement if and when the A's do trade Sean Murphy. So that's something to keep an eye out on there. But as for the pitchers in the deal, neither of them made their big league debut with the A's this year uh, and both missed time due to some injury. Uh, Ryan Cusick is currently in the Arizona Fall League gathering up some extra innings after suffering an oblique injury during the season. In Midland, he had a 1-6 record with a 7-12 ERA and 30 walks in 43 innings. That is not going to fly, uh, especially with the A's because... Uh, uh, that that's a lot of walks, you guys. Uh, he also that it, it seemed like Midland was an aggressive assignment for him. So I, I assume that he's going to be replaying or getting another start, another look in Midland to start the 2023 season because he had been an A ball, just A ball, not high A, just A ball. Like it's like going from like Stockton to Midland in the A system, and uh, he didn't have time to adjust. He had just been traded, so that it, it was a weird thing for him. I ex I'm expecting him to be a little bit better in 2023 and start building up and showing what, uh, you know, the A saw him saw in him a little bit more in 2023. Uh, and then there's Joey Estes, who spent the entire season in Lansing, and it finished with a 4.55 ERA and 20 starts. He lasted 91 innings in those 20 starts, and uh, he's still working on developing his pitch mix a little bit, but he also just turned 21 years old on October 8th, so he is still a young, young guy who has lots of time to figure it out. Uh, the A's could promote him to Midland to see how he adjusts and see how he adapts to the the increase in competition there but uh they could also just have him start back at lansing for a quick refresher see if he is just dominating those bats and uh if he has made adjustments and if he's just better than, a lot better than them as opposed to being uh you know he's like a 455 era see if he has like a 1-9 era and then promote him uh, so they could go one of a couple of ways there but uh, all in all, the return is looking okay. It's it's not like it's a one-sided trade by any means. There are some pieces here that you can definitely believe on. Uh, Christian Pache is kind of the, the linchpin of this whole thing here. Uh, if, if he pans out and he reaches some of that, that potential that we have seen from him, uh, that that puts the, the trade squarely in the A's favor. Because the other guys, they're, they're probably going to be decent, but Christian Pache could be the centerpiece or the, the, the linchpin of this deal. So that's uh, that's where I'm standing on this one. 
it's it's a wait and see approach, obviously, and you know Matt Olson can also uh, sway it back in his favor a decent amount. But I like the guys that the A's got in this deal. I, I'm excited about seeing more of Christian Pache and Shea Langoliers in 2023 at the big league level, and then seeing how Cusick and Estes develop as they mature and age and work on their pitching and their craft, and uh, seeing how that goes. But uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about some hot dogs and some bad news regarding hot dogs. So uh, stick around. Welcome back to the Locked on Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. You can also follow us on social media at Locked on Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And uh, make sure to check out Inside the A's. It's the new site that I'm working on. And follow us over at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. And also thank you guys so much for making Locked on Ace your first listen of the day. For your second listen, definitely Definitely go check out Locked On Sports today. It is a fantastic program, and they're also available on every platform you can imagine. And it's just a a quick recap of all of the biggest stories around sports. It's fantastic. I thoroughly enjoy listening to that show. But let's talk about uh, some, some economics and some hot dogs. Of course, that means we're talking about Hal the Hot Dog Guy. And a couple days ago, he, he sent out a tweet that uh, starts off with, Quote, disappointing news with the stadium deal stuck and me graduating. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. He's he's an econ major, you guys. He's like, he's legitimately really smart. Uh, that that was me. That, that wasn't part of the, the quote. That's my bad. But quote, uh, disappointing news with the stadium deal stuck and me graduating. The A's won't be able to keep me on next year. I really wanted to keep doing this forever, but it's not to be. I can't overstate how meaningful and fun it's been. A's fans have been so great to me. I I wouldn't rule out a few games at the beginning of the season, but unless something big changes, there won't be much more of that. I tried hard to pitch them on me hiring hiring me as an economist, uh, but they're just unable to do that right now. So I'll have to find something else. So that sucks. That's how is fun. Hell is wonderful. Hell's a reason a lot of people like going to A's baseball games. And it feels like the A's were just like, hey, you know what? We, we tried everything. We, we did the Major League playbook. We tried to really put together a stinker of a team. And people still showed up for some reason. Not like in droves, but, you know, like there were people at the games. And that was unacceptable. And then uh, we, we raised ticket prices. And uh, people still showed up. That was weird. And now, we're like, hey, who's this Hal guy that is been working with us in some form or fashion. Uh, people seem to enjoy him. How about we stop with him and we'll see if that helps. And then pretty soon we're going to find out that they like quadrupled season ticket prices for 2023 and uh, the, the, the whole jig will be up. That, that'll be that'll be it. So that's that sucks. Uh, he's also sent out a couple of other tweets kind of clarifying uh, what, what's going on here because a lot of people are like, the, the A's can't even afford a hot dog vendor. What's going on? Um, and he kind of clarified what his position kind of actually is because he's actually an economist. And he uh, he was saying like, hey, I, I need to be paid a little bit better than what, what's, what's been going on here because I am graduating and uh, I am great. And people like me, how about I work on, you know, uh, retention of season ticket holders how about i work on this how about i and like he was trying to expand his role and the a's were like eh, it's fine uh we can find other economist hot dog people without you how uh so that it's weird uh there's it's all on twitter just at how the hot a's hot dog but uh yeah just uh it, it sucks because he's a fun time he's a good time and who doesn't want to give hal an a and then tell him what that spells 
I do. I love silly stuff like that, and hell's a, a very silly good time, and that's what we need more of at A's games, I think. Uh, maybe when there is a, a ballpark deal, they'll bring him back, and he'll be the ambassador to the new Howard Terminal Oakland Athletics, and that'd be a good time. But uh, yeah, just uh, I wanted to share that news if you hadn't heard it yet, because uh, you know, if you're not on Twitter, you might not have heard it, but you might have seen the random hot dog guy at baseball games or, you know, from his fame on being on TV every friggin' game. <laughs> yeah, that how the hot dog guy is uh, probably not going to be at too many A's baseball games selling hot dogs next year. Um, so, yeah, that it, it stinks. And uh, they... they the buns were too expensive. We're talking about buns a lot on this episode. See, Hal, also, great asset. <laughs> but that's all that I got for you guys today. Tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be previewing the World Series, but like kind of trying to actually do that and not just saying the Astros uh, suck and I don't like them. Uh, I'll try to give you guys some actual facts and make an episode out of it. So that's what I'm going to be doing on tomorrow's show. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, but also, the Astros suck and I don't like them. Um but that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now, for your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast because from the games that matter the most to the biggest stars in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you guys get podcasts. It's a fantastic show. I say that every time now. It's a fantastic show, and you guys should definitely listen to it. And then uh, if you listen to it, we can be friends. There you go. That, that's that's as easy as it is. You want to be friends with me? You listen to Locked On Oh, I mean A's first. And then for your second listen, you listen to Logged On Sports Today. And also you check out Inside. There's a lot of caveats to being friends with me these days. Uh, anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.